it's Tuesday, 31st of March. It's time to get your grin on with the Grincast. Here to discuss the world of gaming from the past week. I'm your host, Ace, and joining me is Amionette. Hello. Would you prefer <laughs> Amionette 85? Nah, anything. Ama, Joe, Amionette, Amionette 85. Most people pronounce everything wrong anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm joined by Oi You. And. <laughs> <laughs> That works. Uh, I mean, that has been on the podcast a couple of times before to talk about World of Tanks. You may remember her if you're a long-time listener. You may not if you're a brand-new listener. Either way, um, it's just us two today because uh, people are ill, in quarantine, or very, very busy working from home and unable to make it at the last minute when I have literally everything prepared. <laughs> I was prepared to do this podcast solo, but uh, lucky for you listeners, I didn't have to. Right, um, we'll start, as we always do, with what has everyone been playing this past week? I mean, let's take us away. Well, of course, Blitz. Um, I've, I've also been playing, like, rather old games, like games that are not more, any more available on iOS uh, that I have to boot up my really old iPad for so I can play them again. <laughs> like, you have um, Roads of Rome and, and uh, yeah, Gardenscapes, those kind of games. Just simple, not too complicated. The world is complicated enough at the moment without my <laughs> adding to it. <laughs> so basically stuff like that. Okay. Um, it's a good thing that you still have the uh, old iPad because, as you say, once a game's off of iTunes, then uh, it's gone forever. Unless you know a sneaky place to download it. Yeah, exactly. And it's more like at some point iOS is newer and it's sort of like having a operating system that can't handle the old games anymore. I miss so many Windows 95 games because of that. Yeah, some of them, even if you, you tell Windows to do compatibility settings, it still won't load. It's it's just not the same. <laughs> you need the crappy old computer to go with it for the whole atmosphere. <laughs> the loud big white boxes. Yes. Right. Well, uh, myself, I've been uh, well. I finished off as a lane cross a cross wave. Uh, the review is up on gamegrin.com. It's it's all right. Uh, I wish there were some more outfits for the girls, but uh, yes, uh, about 10 hours I put into it, and that finished off the campaign, did some of the extra stuff. There's an extreme battle mode once you complete the story. So it's just battle upon battle rather than lots of uh, visual novel cutscene type stuff, like in the main game. Um, been playing Dauntless as well, the new updates. Uh, I actually stopped playing. I've, I've been playing it like every day whenever a new Hunt Pass comes out, but I actually didn't play it for three days this past week. Um, I, I just didn't get around to it. Usually get my daily logins at least, but no, didn't even get those. Um, Simpsons tapped out. I've uh, I've not done much more of my remodeling of Springfield um, compared to last week, but it is looking a bit prettier. I've moved some stuff around and um, 
opened up the the mountain range so I could put all the volcanoes and mountains and the the big Springfield sign and stuff there. When I first, when the game first uh, came out, I played it, and it was something I I don't really get why people keep coming back to it. I mean, it, unless it's like different now and there's stuff that keeps you going, but it's all of like the same thing. I think the events are the events are a bit more regular now, because ah, okay. um, the, the, the when I uh, came back to it, there was uh, I was um, just in time to see the end of the previous event, and then a couple of days later, another event. Um, I thought it'd be Valentine's Day, but it was Black History Month instead. And um, there's been a from the way everything's been phrased, it's either a continuation of an event that they previously did, or it's a continuation of an episode that I haven't seen. And I have not seen a lot of episodes of The Simpsons. To be fair, there are a lot of episodes. <laughs> oh yes, there's like thirty seasons worth. Oh god, I yeah. do like it, but it's one of those series I can't watch it too much because then it just becomes more of the same. Yeah, I haven't watched it in. A while. I, I do like to to um, watch the Treehouse of Horror episodes because um, Ken and Kronos <laughs> uh, are in those episodes, and they're my favourite characters, apart from Sideshow Bob. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, the the events in in Tapped Out seem to be more regular, so at least it's got that going for it. And um, as I said, I, I did nuke my town and completely remodel it because <laughs> just stuff was in I, I like having my my districts there's the housing district the the shop district the school district oh just, cd <laughs> it's just everything i've everything i've <laughs> uh, been playing a bit of star trek online they've got a event starting tomorrow i believe um where you can get a bunch of stuff uh, because it's it's going to be first contact day um, apparently towards the start of um, April I cannot remember the date I think it might be the fourth so they've got some giveaways and uh, daily logins and do this thing to unlock uh, uh, I don't know not a ship this time oh the the um, in the for the previous event, um, we didn't know if it was going to give me a non-combat pet or a ship. And I managed to do all like 25 um, login and do this one thing uh, each day. And it turned out it was a non-combat pet. And the pet, it's... If you've seen Star Trek Discovery, I know you haven't. Emma. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm sorry. <laughs> but there's these uh, robots that uh, go out on the hull and do repairs uh, at one point, and it's one of those, and it is the same size, the same height as your avatar. So you've got this quote-unquote pet following you around that's the same height <laughs> as you. That is cool. I'd want one of those. <laughs> Uh, before the podcast, uh, and uh, a couple of times this past week, I've been playing uh, Tom Clon Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Um, I 
I wanted to get the main story out of the way before tackling the new Splinter Cell stuff that's um, recently been released. So I thought, okay, I'll pick a random mission. Okay, that's 20 kilometers away. I'll travel to it, get there, and it's the first mission in the Splinter Cell <laughs> series of missions. <laughs> God damn it. The one mission I didn't want to do. And, uh, of course, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Sonic the Hedgehog 3 I've also been playing for my uh, article about some decent mods that you can play on the PC version of, uh, uh, what's it called, the uh, Sega Mega Drive and Genesis Classics. Uh, that allows you to download mods, and I fancied having a look through those and decided to write about them. Nice. Now, there's two where you can play as Metal Sonic. So those, of course, are the best ones. <laughs> and there's another one where you can play as Dr. Robotnik. You go around with a net catching the little animals. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> it's kind of mean, though. You, you have a time limit, and, and if you don't, you have to do it one by one. And each time you, you stick a, an animal in the, the little um, container, um it adds more time but if you run out of time sonic comes along and bursts open the container <laughs> <laughs> to be fair i do like that you can actually play the baddie yes 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 um there's not enough games where you can play the bad guy and that's all the games i've been playing quite a lot with this uh this whole quarantine lockdown thing that's been going on yeah, everyone will be online a lot more because of that. Yeah, Steam has um, announced, well, Valve announced that Steam has broken its record for uh, most concurrent users on at the same time. I'll believe that. They also gave away Tomb Raider for free, so that was nice. There's been multiple games being given away for free. If, if you've um, been keeping an eye out for them. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> but speaking of games uh, and the uh, lockdown, uh, Game Developer Conference, GDC, uh, of course, was cancelled because can't go ahead and uh, infect literally everyone. So uh, they've, um, they've decided to... Well, there's a lot of indie developers who... Uh, rely on the GDC for exposure and for, for announcing their titles and that sort of thing. So to help them out, uh, itch.io has launched a GDC relief bundle. Uh, it's uh, well, it's, it's created by GameDev.World, and there's 104 creators involved, and it's pay what you want for 167 items, including 10 Steam keys. That's a lot. I'm sure I said 12 yesterday when I um, when I bought it. Uh, so pay what you want. Uh, the proceeds will go towards the developers. Um, it, it can be um, a, a dollar. It can be a hundred dollars. Um, um, you can get it for free, but if you if you have the uh, money to put towards it, then by all means do that. Help out 
all these uh, developers who have uh, lost their chance to wow you with what's going on. There's also um, streams going on. Uh, yeah, live a live fundraiser, they're calling it. Uh, it's going on until tomorrow, uh, so you might still have time to l- watch it if you finish listening to this podcast <laughs> shortly after it goes up. I'm sure you'll be able to watch the uh, videos back once uh, once it's all finished. Yeah, there's, as I say, there's 167 things. It's like. Uh, um, soundtracks and assets, as well as games and demos and the aforementioned Steam keys, which everyone who has a Steam account wants them Steam keys. Uh, and of course, the rest of the games will be available to download straight from uh, itch.io itself. You can find the, GC, the, the GDC relief bundle straight on the itch.io main page it's uh, about uh, it's toward the, when you go onto the itch.io it's towards the bottom of your screen or at least it was when i checked earlier so i could <laughs> tell people where to find it uh, so you're not much of a pc gamer are you Anna? no i can't play pc to save my life my coordination between right hand and left hand doing something completely different does not go well well, uh, you need to get a, uh, a controller so you can play at least some of them. I know Cat Lateral Damage, uh, that's one of the games that has that controller sounds support. lovely. Kitties. <laughs> you are a cat and have to go around knocking stuff off the shelves. Oh, my God. Okay, no, that's the game I really need. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I reviewed it a few years ago. Had a blast with it. I can imagine. Things available on consoles now. I can play console. Uh, yes, it's available on Windows OS X, Linux, Oya, the Razer Forge TV, never even heard of that, HTC Vive, and the PlayStation 4. Nah, I have a PlayStation. So I'm definitely going to be looking into that game. <laughs> Right, uh, from that on to our next news piece, I don't have a smooth segue, so I'll just come out and say it. Um, Dead or Alive 6, a game which came out last year, uh, has announced that its final patch is going to come out in mid-April. After over a year of updates, patch version 1.22 will add uh, Dead or Alive 6's final DLC. Current features like online matches, rankings, and the store will remain available. We hope everyone continues to enjoy Dead or Alive 6. So that means they're well into development of Dead or Alive 7 and are going to be porting each and every single um, DLC costume to that in no time at all. Um, I believe Dead or Alive 5 had like uh, six different season passes, each at um, 20... 30 pounds each uh, on PlayStation 4 anyway um, if you in fact we can check how much DLC it has uh, Dead or Alive 6 has on um, Steam okay the uh, game is 54.99 uh, 
or you can use the core fighters free to play version uh oh there we go right at the top of the dlc list is dead or alive 6 season pass for 74 pounds contains expensive for a battle pass i mean i never use those it's a season pass it's not a battle pass yeah okay but a battle pass you work towards season pass you have to um it's just paid content um that's 50 costumes and one additional character if if it was a pound per per costume, then maybe. But that's uh, a lot. Scrolling, scrolling, yeah, it, scrolling it, down the list. It sounds like it. Even though you do get quite a lot for it, it does sound very expensive. Uh, if you were to buy all of the DLC separately, um, you're looking at one thousand seven hundred pounds. Oof. Uh, I imagine that that would include if you bought um, the costumes that are in some of the season passes as well as the season pass itself, but that's, that's still a lot. Quite. For a game that came out last year. Uh, Dead or Alive 5, have a quick look. Uh, See all sixty-eight costumes, nine hundred and seventy-three pounds. But at least the game is free to play. Oh, you do have the option uh, by Dead or Alive Five last round full game for thirty pounds. It looks like it contains most of the DLC. But yes, uh, Koei Temka Tecmo. Do like their uh, their DLC monies uh, because there's Dead or Alive five and six. There's uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Venus Vacation, uh, which I've talked about that several times on the podcast. That sounds like the bouncy bikinis kind of stuff. That's exactly what it is. The <laughs> the girls play play volleyball and you watch them. I'm not even joking. You cannot control them. You can take photos and move the camera and pause. That's even creepier. And outside of uh, volleyball games, you can change their costume and give them gifts. And um, take photos of them. <laughs> so it's sort of like a DOA dating game. Yeah. It's, it's free to <laughs> free to play and uh, only available in Asia. Um, if you want to play it outside of Asia, there are ways to do it. I managed to do it because Steam, for some reason, just gave me access to it. That's nice. There, there was a, a um, update to the way the libraries um, look, and when that update hit, uh, suddenly I had access to. Um, Dead or Alive Extreme Venus Vacation. I, I asked around, does anyone else have it? Nope. I can't. I could not see the Steam page because it's region locked. So I couldn't even check the game. <laughs> but I could install it and play Because logic. That's cool that you could, though. 
Right, with that being the final DLC uh, and well, the final content update, I suppose, um, it can't be long before Dead or Alive 6 is gone. And uh, another thing that's going is GameStop. They, well, kind of. They've announced that they're closing at least 320 stores this year uh, in what they're calling... Um, What's the word? Uh, D dis D uh, D did. <laughs> it's a made, made up word. De densification. Yes, they are de densifying. Uh, they announced this just after they released their uh, earnings report for 2019, which did show that they've uh, effectively used cost cutting to strengthen its balance sheet which uh, means probably they're going to be getting rid of um, if, if uh, one uh, town or city has multiple game stops they're going to be closing one of them um but yes it's going to be a bit of a worrying time for gamestop employees on top of um what's going on in the world at the moment yeah i think it also makes it all the more necessary for them to do this with everything that's going on at the moment well, they did try to argue that they were um, staying open uh, d despite non-essential shops being told to close uh, because they were an essential shop. Yeah, I can say a lot of things, but as much as I love gaming, it is not an essential shop for that. I mean, it's definitely not essential to have their shops open when... I can buy games in like 14 other places <laughs> without leaving my room. Exactly. Um, it's a, a chain, well, a, a chain shop in the UK tried to argue that they were also an essential business. Uh, it's the JD Sports because people need to buy sports stuff apparently but then they backed down and said oh yeah um we, we were joking yeah you can't in good conscience do that in this time and age i understand that it's a lot of stress for a lot of stores but there's a reason that everything is closing and i think that stores that would actually stay open at this time it would backfire on them purely already because of the whole um, the responsibility you have as a company to protect people as much as you can. But they've got a responsibility to their shareholders for that money, money. Yes, but if a lot of people die, they won't be able to buy their products either. So. Yeah, but the money, money. Yes, but no. <laughs> it's kind of like at my work, uh, we're not, I don't work at a shop or anything. We sort of like, uh, I work in a notary public and almost everyone that can is working from home. And we do understand that right now, not much business will be happening, but we're also preparing for a huge influx of bus uh, business 
once things return to normal again. And I think that will be the same for most stores, even if only for the, oh my God, we can go shopping again. That kind of stuff, it will happen. But uh, something that won't happen is a Silent Hill remake. Sorry, I couldn't resist the segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, uh, a North America PR representative, Konami, uh, has shot down recent rumours that there's going to be a revival of Silent Hills and a couple of p- potential new Silent Hill projects saying that uh, it's not to say we are completely closing the door on the franchise, just not in the way it is being reported. Which is, it kind of hints that they are working on something, just not all there. They're just lying. (laughs) It is exactly as reported. That's kind of sad, though. I mean, I haven't played any games uh, of Silent Hill, but I did absolutely love the movie. I haven't played one of the games since the original, which was creepy as hell, and I don't do creepy games very well. (laughs) I don't think I've seen the movie. I have read several comics. They are not very good. (laughs) They're just the whole concept of it I find interesting. Oh yeah, the the Silent Hill, the world of Silent Hill is very interesting. The comics go in a completely different direction and are not interesting. <laughs> uh, so, so you're not uh, looking forward to to see what Konami has up their sleeves, um, other than pachinko machines. Well, in a way, I am because I keep hoping that there's going to be more movies because that was a rumor for a long time as well. And if there's going to be more games, then it's also more likely that there's going to be more movies. That's a possibility. I mean, they did manage to get, what, six Resident Evil movies. Um, not not all of them were based on the games, but they did manage to get six Resident Evil movies. And they were quite cool. Like, not necessarily really good, but they were cool. Yes, can't argue with that. Uh, but from one um, rumor to another rumor, because despite what people keep saying, oh, so and so has confirmed, and uh, th- there's a lot of language going around. That, but this is basically still a rumor until Nintendo confirm. But Nintendo are apparently going to remaster most of Super Mario's 30-year back catalogue for the Nintendo Switch, which would include Mario 64, Super Mario Galaxy, and, of course, the best game, Super Mario Sunshine. That kind of means that I need to get a Nintendo Switch now. Well, you could probably wait until it comes out and like you can, it will be a Mario themed switch that's bundled with one or two of them. Oh, that would be so cool. But yes, this is to celebrate the Super Mario 35th anniversary. They were supposed to be doing something big at E3, but of course, E3's um, been cancelled. Um, but that doesn't mean that Nintendo can't just do a Super Mario Direct. Because they love their uh, directs. 
and uh, they, they had a surprise direct the other day. Um, they, they called it a mini direct, but it was like half an hour, and I'm pretty sure the other directs have also been about half an hour. <laughs> so I'm not sure what's mini about it. Yes, uh, they five years ago, with the 30th anniversary, they uh, commemorated the event with um, 8-bit Mario Amiibos, um, and they licensed the Super Mario name for Hot Wheels and Trump car- uh, top Trump cards and that sort of thing. So it's good that they're doing something video game related with this one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, there is that Super Mario Lego Lego Super Mario, whatever it's called, um, toy thing that's coming out. Um, yeah, I, I, I want Super Mario Sunshine on the Switch and the PC and just everything because <laughs> it's the best one. I didn't really like it. I I think, I'm not sure if I have it or my ex has it, but one of us is very happy with Super Mario Sunshine. <laughs> But it's been a very long time since I've uh, since I've played it. But it was just like nice and relaxing, but bright and funny and ex- and exciting up to a level as in not exciting as in Silent Hill exciting, but just <laughs> fun exciting. Yeah, there's also no ice level, which puts it above literally every other Super Mario third person three D <laughs> game. Because a couple of years ago, I uh, replayed all of the 3D games that you play in third person. So I didn't play Super Mario 3D World and the the Wii U games. Because I I specifically wanted the ones that were uh, behind Mario and controlling like that. Uh, This was before Super Mario Odyssey came out. And um, uh, having played all of them, I could confirm that Super Mario Sunshine was the best one. Um, Super Mario Odyssey has its moments, but I still don't think it tops Super Mario Sunshine, which came out in 2002, crikey. Dang, that's a long time ago. Stuff like that makes me feel so old. (laughs) I I remember buying the game on the GameCube. (laughs) I brought it from Blockbuster, and it had a sticker on it saying, not for rental. <laughs> oh, that makes it even better. The sticker was on the disc. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've reached the end of our topics. And the end of our podcast. Thank you very much for joining me, Amma. You're very welcome. Short but sweet. Yes, um, you can find Amunet on YouTube. Uh, mm-hmm. What's your YouTube address? Amunet85. So youtube.com forward slash Amunet and A. <laughs> you did say everyone <laughs> See, mispronounced everyone it. Everyone always pronounced <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com slash Amunet85, and then you'll get to my channel. I'm primarily play blitz i'm still looking for a way to hook up my wii to my uh to my pc somehow in a way that doesn't lag horribly so that i can play really old games and stream those too but i've not yet found the proper solution for that a really long cable 
I don't know what sort of cable, but <laughs> yeah, that didn't work. I actually had this yeah this little converter thing that you could use, and it would just lag out like hell. And I still don't understand why, because apparently a lot of people can use it like that, but maybe they don't play fast action games with it. But it's sad because I still, for me, the most fun games are on the Wii and on the GameCube, and on the old PS One. Just all of the retro games, I like that so much more than all the uh, the new console games. Really, I'm old fashioned that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. There, there were a lot of great titles on, well, every old console except for the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The only thing my uh, that's also my ex. He had an Xbox, and. The only thing I played on there, I think, was Need for Speed Most Wanted. I did love that, though, and I do have the game... I think it's the GameCube version that I have now. Yeah, I do. Actually, I can actually see it. I have the GameCube version. <laughs> but I that's a game that I really love. Still do, actually. But that's that's another one of those games. If I could, I would stream those kind of retro things. But there should be a way available, so I'll, I'll still... I need to look into that some more. But yeah, overall, I mainly play bits with basically a tank game where you shoot other tanks and you blow stuff up, basically. And try not to get blown up. Yes, that is kind of uh, a goal. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. And uh, thank you for listening. And even bigger thank you for subscribing. Whether that's via Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or our RSS feed. You can leave a review on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, or post a cheeky comment on GameGrin.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch too. And while you're at it, game on.